What's going on, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Fortis Powerlifting Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nate, joined by my beautiful wife, Liz. Hey. And today we have another awesome episode planned for you guys, episode 131. We're going to be talking about ultimate power. What is that? That's a lot. Yeah. We will find out in today's episode, or you will find out, rather. Um, so, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor of the podcast, Trash Panda Tactical. Trash Panda Tactical uh, makes a bunch of really cool stuff, including bullet pens, flamethrowers, cool apparel, and much, much more. So, there's a bunch of cool things that you can get uh, from there. Make sure you guys check them out. Ricky is one of our good friends, and he's also a local business, so it's a small business. Um, and you guys can support him by purchasing something on the site using the promo code Fortis Power to save a little bit of money and impress all your friends. Because let's be honest, who isn't going to be impressed by a cool bullet pen or a flamethrower? Um, also, there's a video of him burning a Christmas tree with a flamethrower on his Instagram. Check that out. All right. <laughs> it made my heart happy. Um, all right. So today, like I said, we're discussing ultimate power. Um, that title is just to kind of get you guys to click on it. I'm not going to lie. But what it what that is... Uh, or what I think one of the greatest like powers that you can kind of harness as a human being is creating good habits and good routines um, and sticking to them. They can be really helpful and allow you to do a lot of cool things that you normally wouldn't be able to do. Um, it allows you to do multiple things at once. And it also gives you more freedom like in your brain to use your brain for other activities besides like these more simple ones. Yes. Um, I like routines. I was just going to say that. So, <laughs> you know, part of kind of like almost like extended intro, I did not really understand how important or how useful habits could be until I met you. So that's an interesting fact for the world. Uh, I was much more of just like, I just kind of get it done. And I'd always get the stuff done that I needed to get done. But what I didn't realize was that I wasn't getting done as much as I could be getting done. Um, like, you know, I was never like, like behind or like not missing dates or whatever like I was fine but it would be you know right at the last minute or whatever and like that was kind of how I lived my life and then I met you and you're like I didn't like that <laughs> I was that. gonna say you're like the exact opposite <laughs> and you're much more like well this is the routine or this is the you know plan for the day if you will yes. um and obviously you've had great success over your life using that kind of mentality I do like my routines and yep. my structure yep it makes me happy. And, you know, when I first met you, I was like, oh, man, like what? Like everything needs to be planned and this and that. And then I kind of realized like I was like, oh, actually, I was like, this is kind of nice because, you know, when you plan stuff and when you have a routine, it really, like I said, it frees up your time to do other stuff. And like instead of like me thinking like, OK, I got to do this, 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 this to like meet this deadline. It's like, well, I've already done this. Um, I've been doing this once a day for the past week. Like, you know what I mean? And it kind of builds up into something like a little bit bigger. So you don't really have to like think about your day-to-day -day things um, if you have like the routine and the structure. Like it just becomes yeah. your your life. And yeah. so you don't have to think about it. So it's easy. It's just like breathing. Yeah. Or like. It's just part of your life. And then. You can spend your time and energy focusing on like the other parts of your life that do change every day or different things that have to get done every day. But the things that can become like habit and routine, you can do those as a habit and a routine. And then Toby agrees. And then you 
don't have to think about them. Yeah. It's great. And, you know, what that does is kind of like I said, like it gives you way more power because, and you can all of a sudden, like people are going to start being like, uh, like, I don't know how you're doing that, like this and that. Um, and, you know, like there's, it's a lot simpler than people think. I think a lot of people think it's like you're special. You have like some sort of like magic, like, you know, you're able to multitask and this and that. But at the end of the day, like building routines, habits, things like this, that like give you the appearance of that, if you will, which I never really thought about like that until like people would tell me that or tell you that. I'm just like, it's not like, like you're not like, you know, meal prepping every single day. We just take a certain amount of time each week to make sure that happens and then it's done. Well, and I think like by saying, you know, you have habits and routines and stuff, which is good, but like that doesn't mean like every day is the same. No. Exactly. Especially like with our job and our life, like every day is different. So, but it's like the things that need to get done every day are the same every day. Mm -hmm. So even if like your life is not the same every day, like depending on your job or your whatever, like if you develop the habits of like and the routines of the things that like help you make progress towards your goals or help you do whatever, then regardless of what's going on in the rest of your life, those things are still getting done because it is like so ingrained into your brain and your life already. Yeah. And like some recent just like small examples of this were like uh, when I was younger, when we first uh, opened Fortis, like I was much more I would get consumed by like products and like I'd start doing a project and like stop doing everything else to include eating and drinking. Like I just like would not eat it's or really drink weird. water. Like, I just like was so. Who insane. doesn't eat? I don't know. I don't, I tell you, I don't like, I don't need to eat in my I brain. I like eating. Yeah, no. Um, but anyways, the other day we were doing, redoing the desk and I like, I like knew I'm like, I have, I'm going to have to take a break to like eat my, I think it was dinner at the time. And I, cause I was running the next day, something like this. So I'm like, I have to, like, at some point, I got to take a break and eat because if I don't eat, like, it's not going to be digested in time, et cetera. Like, in my brain, I'm just like, I just got to, I got to take this time to eat. So, like, and I did and it was fine. And I still finished my project and this and that. And that's because, like, that's become ingrained in me to, like, make sure I hit my protein, make sure I hit all my food. And, you know, there's things for us that, like, have become automatic is like, meal prepping, uh, sleeping seven, eight hours a night, uh, doing like the dishes at night, working out, uh, water intake, protein intake, all these things. And when I mean water and protein intake specifically on days when you don't want to. So like when you're traveling or when you're doing this, like me and you pretty much still hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, example, when we went to, uh, your brother's house for Christmas, like we traveled with water, like with our like gallon water jugs. Um, we had to stop and pee a lot. We did, yeah. Uh, But we traveled, yeah. So, like, we made that sacrifice to make sure, like, we were staying hydrated. Um, We bought protein in advance so that we had, like, protein shakes with us. Um, There's little Fairlife ones. And then when we came back, we were able to resume training pretty much normal. Like, we were fine. Um, So, just a quick example of that. Um, I think... One of the biggest things that people overlook with like habits and routines and how they can make like a positive impact on your strength training is that when you don't miss, you're just going to achieve more. So like it doesn't mean every single day has to be like this giant win, but like 
if you can just not miss and if you're competing against other people or you're competing against yourself, whatever, like if you were to look at like someone else that is going hard for six months or three months, whatever, and then they do nothing for like the next three to six months and then they go hard and then they do nothing like your progress will be more. It will be greater. Like that is a fact than someone that's doing that kind of back and forth teeter totter situation of like dedication, nothing like, yeah. Um, and I think another time that it's like important to have routines and habits and things like that um, would be or could be if you do tend to struggle with like some depression or anxiety, which <laughs> that's me. Um, and I think that is part of also why I like routines and structure and habits in my life because, well, one, it kind of just helps keep me like grounded on the days that it needs to be grounded. But then also like if I am like – in a little depression or having like a high anxiety day, I still like the things that I have developed into like my habits and the routines still get done every day. So I still eat all of my food every day and I still drink my water every day and I still pack my bag and I still make sure the dishes are where they need to be. And I make sure the laundry goes where it needs to be because like literally all of that is so ingrained as a routine for me that even like I don't want to do it and I might not do anything else for the whole day like there have been days where like I'll come here and I just like sit all day because my brain like literally can't function um much past doing like the necessary what has to be done but I still eat at the time that I'm supposed to eat every day because every day I eat around 10 30 to 11 30 so every day even if I don't feel like it I go warm up my food and I eat it and there are days where like I don't feel like it and I don't want to but because that has become such a like routine built into my life it helps on the days like when I am more depressed or more anxious and I don't want to eat or I don't want to drink water or I don't want to do anything yeah. um, the things that are habits and routine still get done every single day so then when I get out of whatever little funk that it is it didn't slow you down. Yes. Or it didn't slow you down as much as it would. Yes. And that's the thing is like, I think that's the thing is like, we're not saying like, these are good. This is going to like perfect your life. And no. like, you're like, everyone has like, you know, problems going on in life. You're going to have daily struggles. You're going to have like acute situations. Like you might be sick or a loved one is sick or whatever. Like that stuff happens. Like to, uh, to kind of ignore the fact that that happens would be yeah. foolish. Right. So like, we're not saying that at all. And we're not saying you should do that either. But what we are saying is like you definitely like what you're just saying is like you definitely are going to be missing out on some progress if when, you know, shit hits the fan, for lack of a better term, you are just like, I'm out because all oh, this stuff's going on and I can't do this and that. You can. It just, you know, it's going to take, like you said, you might be like, I don't really want to do the laundry, but got to do the laundry. Like I need clothes for the, you know what I mean? Like there's it's a routine, it's a routine It's built <laughs> in you. And that's going to, if, if you can build a routine and a habit, like to where it is automatic, it doesn't mean like automatic, like you're not a robot. Like there still will be a like subconscious choice, but like it's going to override, you know what I mean? Like the habit and the routine that you've built over years is going to override the quick little 
ah, I don't really want to do this that pops up and because I mean, you got all this stuff going on. Like even and I know for some people like when they are going through like they're depressed or whatever, like showering is like a very hard task for a lot of people. Like for whatever reason, that's something that's really hard. So like for for my routine, like every day, I do the same thing when I get home from the gym every day. I unpack. Yeah, she does. It's weird. Yeah. He tries to distract me or tell me things or make me do other things, and I don't like it. So I just go to my routine. So I unpack all of the like meal prep food for the day, put it in the sink so that's done. Then I go and unpack my bag of clothes, and then I pack my new clothes, and then I go shower every single day. Like that is what I do every single day. Yep. So even when I am depressed or don't want to shower or don't want to do any of that because I literally do that every single day my brain is like no this is what you have to do so like I just still do it because I know that's what needs to be done um even when it's really hard and I don't want to but that's it so it's just like it's a stupid little thing like it's not even but like my brain needs to do that every day when I get home and then I can relax. Then I can sit on the couch. This and, is facts. Yeah. He calls it my old lady corner. So then I can like sit on my little old lady corner on the couch. I think you made up and, that term. I don't know. And eat some snacks and just chill for the rest of the night. But like all of those things need to be done first or else I can't do that in my brain because it's become so much of a routine. And that didn't happen in like a week. This yeah. was like months and months and months of doing the same thing. And then now it's like, oh, this is what I have to do. Well, and I think for you, like, honestly, the more you like talk about it, I think like probably one of the reasons why you're so routine oriented and like you understand the like success rate of your life is going to be increased by routines. Like basically you're just going to be more successful. I really wonder if that is like low key, just like a mechanism to coping cope. Mesic- yeah, mechanism? To, yeah, yeah, for real, to cope with like anxiety, depression. And then it took like, I don't know, since I'm in your life now, I'm like, oh, also this is performance increasing because like I, I don't have, like I could do every day different. And nope. as long as I like got my stuff done, <laughs> nope. like I don't care. Like I could do it in any order. Like maybe I come home, like actually no, an example of this is when I go running. So like some mornings I come back from a run. It's so weird. It's different. <laughs> it drives me it crazy. Kills you. Like some days I come back from a run. I'm like, I'm going to shower first. Other days I'm like, I'm going to cook my food. Some days I take my shoes off. Some days I leave them on. It's so weird. <laughs> I can see Liz imploding in yeah. the background. It's so weird. I don't weird. know. Like I, still, so like I still get everything done. Yeah. And I'm sure if I like were to sit, like there's probably a efficient way to do those things, like a most efficient way. I don't know which one of the ways, but I just got to do them and it gets done. It's very confusing. But anyways, my point is. <laughs> Having like the scheduled routines that like I've learned to keep from just like being with you is like is I'm like, oh, shit, like I could do like 10 times more stuff now because I already know this other stuff's going to be done and I don't have to think about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never. And that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I don't have to think about yeah. those things. So even no matter how I'm feeling, they just get done because I don't have to think about them. And when I was younger, I had the misconception. And I think a lot of people because I know like. There's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are probably like can relate with you. And mm-hmm. there's probably some that are more can relate with me. Yeah. And like everyone's different. But for me type people, I know that you're out there thinking, oh, but that's going to slow me down. I'm going to have to. It doesn't really slow you down. You think it does. Because like in the moment, you're like, oh, I got to do these dishes or I got to fill my water bottle up. But then if you look down the road now, instead of you're going to have to do the dishes anyways. Right. Or you're going to go have to find water anyways. Like now, instead of having to go out and buy a water bottle, you already have the water. Uh, Instead of having to do an hour of dishes, you're just doing 
10 minutes, five minutes a night. Like it's no big deal. Um, and when you can like reframe it in your or mind. if you don't do the dishes and then you need one of the dishes that are in the sink the next day or whenever and they're not clean, then you have to do them and you might already be running late for something else. Yeah, but most people have like probably enough dishes. What if it's like my special coffee cup that I use every morning? No. <laughs> that is true. Liz has a lot of particular <laughs> things. She's a very particular person. But luckily I'm pretty – I remember these things, so it's good. Um, but anyways, so – you know, I just think that they can be super helpful for a lot of people. And I think that the misconception is that people are like, they, I hear this stuff every week. Like, oh, yeah, but that, like, you're you, Nate. Or like, oh, you and, you and Liz, like, that's just because you guys are you. And it's like, okay, so just want to set the record straight. Me and Liz are like regular people. Yep. Okay. We're not like some like mutants or whatever. Like, we're just like regular people that we both have worked insanely hard to like get where we're at and we're continuing to work hard and we have a lot of ingrained like automatics quote unquote like that just get done every single day and like it's not like rocket science i guess is my point you can do that too you just have to start with one thing yeah. and that's the key instead of like 50 things like if you see us doing 50 things that's cuz we've added one thing at a time one thing at a time over and over and over and now, yes, maybe I'm doing whatever, 50 things since I said that. But, like, I'm not thinking about 50 things. I've already, like, taken the time to build that into a habit, and I just do it. I think – and, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're just at the gym all day, so you can do yeah. whatever, first of all. So, like, first of all, no, that's not true. But then also, second of all, like, when I was teaching, so, like, to put that in perspective, like, I had a full-time job outside of the gym yeah. that I drove an hour to get to and then I taught all day long and then I drove an hour to the gym at night and even then like mm -hmm. our routines or my routine specifically were this was years ago so I don't know how yeah. but like my routines were still like intact like I've refined them since then obviously I've gotten you know better at making like certain choices or like added things in or whatever but like still when I did that I had a very specific routine every morning every night when I got home you know and that was working a full-time job and driving essentially over well at one point it was over 100 miles a day like so my point to that is like I didn't just sit around the gym all day and you know I, I was working a full-time job and still was able to like build in habits into not that this isn't a full-time job, but yeah, like a whatever. Yeah. yeah. A, a separate from the gym. Yeah. Separate from the gym. And then I still showed up here every day and did all of the other things that needed to be done. Um, just simply by <clears throat> adding in sure. things into a routine. Yeah, you did. And you were able, and that actually like, just a uh, sidebar that was definitely at a time where I didn't I don't think I like respected the amount of power that routines and yeah, habits could that's give you saying. I you did, did them you did and it. I didn't like it's not like I like shit on them or anything I was like okay like that's what you do yeah but like I just didn't like personally I was like I'm not doing that like that's you know what I mean like I was just kind of doing my thing and it wasn't until I don't know Honestly, like recently, the past couple of years where I'm like, oh, like this is way like this just opens up my brain way more than I thought. Um, and probably recently, when I started working here and then I needed routines. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> so like then the you were forced to have routines with me by being here with yeah. me all day long. But yeah, no, I like I have like 
like I said, it's like opened up my brain and like allowed me to like do even more than I was doing before. Um, and recently specifically on our like athletic endeavors, I will say, cause I definitely used to ignore most of my body and I would just train and I just trained and I trained hard and I trained like insanely hard. Uh, I would say now I still train hard, but I do train much differently. Like, than I did uh, a few years ago. Like I just, I'm training much more with like longevity in mind. Um, I've, I don't know, probably two, three years ago in my brain, I'm like, I'm gonna be one of the strongest people that's ever walked this earth, this and that and the other. And then I kind of realized that like, though I would like to still be one of the strongest people that's walked this earth, like I realized that I'm not going to be uh, like a world champion or this and that powerlifter because I just don't like, quite frankly, don't want to be like, I want to grow my business. I want to, you know, build Fortis into something that is like around if I'm not around, like I want it to just be like a lasting, uh, brand and business. And that's kind of like my main goal. Um, and then my other goal is to see like, while I'm doing that, see exactly how strong I can get, um, and you know, well-rounded as an athlete, but anyways, my, the past couple of years were good examples of like adding us, adding some things on to our, uh, routine. We already had a lot of this stuff down. Um, but one of the things we noticed was for like, at least for sleep when like Liz stopped or no. Yeah. When we started having somebody open the gym for us, um, that was when I was like, oh, like, okay, I can like actually sleep for eight hours. And it took me a while. So like the first year I was like, I feel worse. Like I literally, I was like, and I do believe there are like, there's a ton of science that backs us too. Like there's plenty of people that can just like sleep for six hours and get pretty much like the same amount of recovery, whatever than like people that sleep for eight and they'll feel the, you know, feel the same. But like, there's also a ton of studies that just like blanket seven to nine hours is just optimal for recovery. And like, you know, if we're trying to recover from our workouts and life and things like that, I was like, all right, so I'm just going to try and do that. So, um, anyways, that took me some time. And then we took an entire year to like really kind of nail that down. So in 2022, that was like the kind of year, uh, as far as like habits of like, we would go to bed, like, or try to go to bed, like every night it'd be like nine ish. And then we'd be waking up around six, but like, we'd go to like, go to bed at nine, like try and be asleep by like 10 ish. So then that's like for sure eight hours. And that took me basically the entire year. And then last year, um, we decided and, or I decided it'd be a good day or a good, a good year to a good goal to try and meal prep for every single week. And we did that. So 52 weeks of meal prep, we're on whatever, 53, 54 now, like, and it's just, in my brain now, like we got it down to a system. Friday, we order our groceries from Walmart. We go pick them up Friday night. We meal prep uh, Sunday. Uh, Sunday. So, sorry, thank you. We meal prep Sunday, and it usually take. I got it down to about a two hour process, pending me doing other cleaning and or things. Sometimes I, you know, whatever. But like point being, it's about a two hour commitment per week that gives us the freedom during the rest of the week to do what we want and like to work here and focus on projects here. And like, yes, we got to take 10, 15 minutes to eat, but like, I don't you're have to worry. You're going to have to do that anyway. Exactly. You're going to have to do that anyways. <laughs> and I don't have to worry about like, Oh, am I going out to here for lunch? Or like, do we need to like cook the night before? Like 
the people, I swear to God, sometimes I forget that people don't do this. And then they talk to me. They're like, yeah, like, you know, I'm so tired. And then I come here and then I go home and cook. I'm like, what? What? Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I just, like, I don't understand, like, how, like, legitimately, like, hats off to you. If you go for, like, you know, eight-hour workday, come work out for two hours, and then go home and cook dinner, you're awesome. Uh, but also, you could probably could, like, benefit from meal prepping because it literally will save you hours per week. Um, if you think about it like this, you break up two hours over an entire week. That's, like, a few minutes per day uh, versus you will probably spend at least – an hour a day by the time you cook, eat, clean, like, so that's literally probably five hours less ish, like depending if you just want to do some basic math, long story short, we took an entire year dedicated to just building that habit. And then we did. And you might be listening to this like, I don't want to wait a whole year. Sometimes it just takes some time. I mean, I wouldn't say it took the whole year to build the habit. No, but we were, I would say very successful with it because we didn't like waver from it. So it's not like we like started it and then failed and then tried again and then yeah, no. failed. Like we just, that's, did it. we did it for a year because the goal was I just to like do it having for a, a year. Goal. Yeah. But I'm just saying like it, for like, if you're saying like, oh, I don't want to take a whole year. Like it doesn't take a whole year for it to oh, become no, no. a habit. Like it takes maybe a couple months for it to like become part of your routine. And then like, but the point is like for us, like, if we're already doing whatever 50 things, like we don't need to add 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55. Like you don't need to yeah. keep going. But if you're starting from square one and maybe you don't have any routines or habits, like pick one for a couple months, then add in another one for a couple months and then another one. And then you might get like, you might be starting at one and then you might get to six, seven, eight by the end of the year versus like starting at one and you only doing one for the whole yeah, year. That's a good point to bring up. I think at like our point, uh, as far as like adding in habits, it's, I think in more terms of like a year, but that's because me and Liz have been doing like habits and routines like separately. And then also together for years, like, uh, both of us pro like decades. So like we've built up the ability to like add a new habit or routine in. And that was just like a time frame that I wanted to pick. But basically point being it, like Liz said, you definitely, if you want to start today or like this year, yeah. you can definitely achieve many things throughout the year. Yes. That was just an example that we did. But, but yes, I good. wouldn't try, like on top of that, I wouldn't try doing all of the too things many. you want to achieve at once though. And like, that was kind of my point. Pick like, one, maybe two. Like if you don't have a ton of routines, like pick maybe one or two things to start doing every day, whether it's um, filling up a water bottle and bringing it with you for the whole day as one habit. Like that's pretty cool. simple. Like fill up water, drink it throughout the day, fill it up again, drink it the next day, and then do that every single day. And then you're increasing your water intake. Or if you want to focus on meal prepping, but maybe like meal prepping, all of your meals is just extremely overwhelming or it doesn't work with your family or whatever. Like maybe start with meal prepping lunch and then meal prep lunch on the weekends and then bring your lunch for a week and then do your water. Start with like two things. Yeah. And then once those become like, Oh, you don't really have to think about those things anymore. You get home from work, you fill up your water, it's ready for the next day. Cool. You meal prep on Sundays, not a problem. You got your meals, you bring them with you every day, you actually eat them every day. And then once that's done, that might take, for some people, that might only take two or three weeks because yeah. they might just be like simple for them. For other people, it might take two or three months to get that dialed in. And that's okay. But then whenever you get those one or two things, then add in something else and like yeah. make it make sense for you and like your goals and what you're trying to do. Um, and I'm not saying these are like 
New Year's resolutions or anything. Like literally it's just yeah. creating routines and habits and then because it will make you feel better or give you more time and freedom to do other things in your life or focus on other things or just help keep you like on track when life wants to yeah explode or and implode, that, whichever your brain works. <laughs> and that was uh, that was what I also wanted to touch on was like selecting one thing like – when you first start, select one thing that you want to improve on, and then you got to do it rain or shine. And when I mean rain or shine, I mean rain or shine, sick or not, life or not. Sometimes it might like bleed into other things. There's been times when like I need to meal prep, but because of whatever we have going on, I had to stay up a little later and it ate into my sleep. Like you are human. You're not going to always be able to do everything perfect, but in my brain, I know that like I want my meals done and ready for the week. And this is a much bigger payout than like the half hour of sleep I lose. Um, you know, it, that's just an example. But my point is, is like you got to stick to it. So like what Liz is saying, let's just say you have a list of, we'll just say 10 things that you would like to achieve in 2024. Like, and you want to, or you want to be better at whatever you want to create those habits. I wouldn't start with all 10. I wouldn't even start with like five. I would start with like two to three, like, and like I said, you need to like stick to them. Like, and it doesn't matter because I think that's where people get stuck is like, they're like, all right, like we'll go with your water bottle thing. I'm filling up my water bottle. I'm doing great. Um, I'm meal prepping. And then week two, I get sick. Ah, well, you know, I was filling up my water bottle, but I got sick. It's like, yo, like, unless you're, you know, deathly ill, heaven forbid, you could still fill up your water bottle. Uh, you could still meal prep. Are you going to be a little slower? Maybe. Will it kind of suck a little bit more to get up off the couch if you're not feeling good? Probably. But like, is it going to help ingrain that habit? Absolutely. I will say even like when I have been sick, for the most part, like even when I get sick, as like I usually lose my appetite, like when I'm sick, like that's usually just for me what tends to happen. I don't have which an appetite. I know, but I do. And so it is much harder for me to eat when Facts. I'm sick. Super hard for like, me to if eat. It, even if it's just like a little cold or something, like I, my body's just like, mm, I don't want to eat this. But like I still go warm up my food. Mm -hmm. There are days where I maybe don't eat all of it. There might be a little bit left just because I literally can't like force it because I'm just feeling that bad. Yeah. But I still go and I eat because that's the routine. Yeah. And that kind of adherence, and that's the key, is the adherence is what's going to help create the routine and the habit that becomes automatic. I think a, a lot of a lot of times also people focus on like the outcome instead of focusing on like the process to get to the outcome. Like focusing on making sure you like get up off the couch to go fill up the water is like that's what you should be focusing on. Not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have my water tomorrow. Like, no. Like, focus on, like, all right, at some point today, I'm probably going to have to get off my butt and go fill up this water. Or and not at some point. At the same time you do every single day. Or, yes. <laughs> at, or at the same time. I like schedules. Like Liz, yes. <laughs> uh, a funny story about that. Whenever, like, on the weekends, I'll cook. So we have our meal prep for the week. And then each week we have two week, or two weekend meals that I cook separately of our meal prep. They're usually, I don't want to say, like, healthy, but they're, like, it's usually like some sort of whole food, something like your steak or sometimes we'll have like pasta, whatever. Um, but anyways, on those days, obviously I'm cooking the meal right there and there will become a mess that Liz does oh, not understand. It hurts my but brain. She, but I was going to say, you've got it. So like at first she'd just be like, we'd like sit down and eat. I'm like, all right. And then we're eating. And then like 10 minutes in or 15 minutes in, she finishes. She's like, all right, 
and just starts like tearing the kitchen, like cleaning everything. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, where did all these dishes come from? <laughs> like, I just cooked a meal. Like, that's where they came from. And like, it, it was so funny for the longest time. It bothered you like so much, but you, I was going to say like, you've like learned like, cause I, I always say like, I'll, I don't mind doing the dishes after, or you can do the dishes after whatever, but like, we can just enjoy the meal, like enjoy time together and then go do it. And like for the longest time, you're like, no, <laughs> I got to like, there's dishes here. Uh, I don't like them. I know. But, uh, but no, like, I, I just think like that I think once you can create something that's automatic, it's going to happen either way. And me and you both know, like, you know, at this point, like, okay, we might chill, eat dinner, maybe watch a movie, but then the dishes will get done. Like, you know that. So like, that's probably the only reason you've been able to like, that let go of it a little bit. That was a hard habit to it was. But, but because of other, because like I've shown you, you've shown me so on and so forth that like that stuff is going to get done. Then like, you know, in your brain, you're like, okay. And then it allows you to like be able to kind of enjoy that time instead of not. Um, so, so yeah, as you pick one thing, get really good at it, you're just going to stack those small wins. And then all of a sudden you're going to be the habit routine master. So you're doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and it is going to help, like I said, free up your day-to-day mind because instead of thinking of these things, I think meal prepping is one of the biggest examples. Uh, you know, that's hour plus a day that you could be saving. Um, so when people tell me like, you know, oh, I don't have time, this, that, and the other, but they're not meal prepping or they're not making an effort to meal prep. It's usually the first thing I'm like, let's start here. Um, cause it's just a lot of time during the week. Um, they're specifically important habits and routines when life does not go your way. Um, so we'll just use a abbreviated version of last week. <laughs> it was not an ideal week for our little family. Um, Toby like partially tore something in his knee on Wednesday. I had to go to the vet Thursday. Thursday. Then your neck was, I don't know. We exploding. don't know. Exploding. It was real swollen. Might have had to go to the ER. We didn't know. Um, it was a lot. And it was quite a lot. And point of bringing that up is I don't think we missed anything. It's like we still, like, we had ate all our food, still you know, drank all our water, still trained. Um, and I will say I the think- hardest part of, like, during all of that and even, like, the beginning of this week since this even – with the storms this week has been off like the hardest part for me. So this was like a new routine or habit or whatever that I wanted to start in. I started in October is 20 minutes of cardio basically six days a week. So the only day I don't do anything is Sunday and it's 20 minutes, always 20 minutes. And that was the hardest for me to do because a couple mornings I like couldn't get it done due to whatever, so then, which I always do it first thing. So like my my routine is I come to the gym and then I do it in the morning before I get ready, before I work, before whatever, I do it first thing. And there were a couple of days that I couldn't do that in the morning or I had to cut it short so I didn't get the full 20 minutes. So then I had to then put it in somewhere else for the day, which was very challenging for my brain because it was off my routine, but the habit was still there. So that was what was like, that was like very challenging for me. But like, because the habit was still like, I am doing this because this is my like, whatever habit of doing the 20 minutes every day, even though it's not my normal routine, 
we're still going to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Which was and hard. So just just my no, point is like sometimes you can't do it when you want to do it or you are used to doing it. So trying to find a way even when it sucks to do it another time of day is sometimes what you have to do. And that's and and I do think that I think more people underestimate what they can do in stressful situations than not. I think a lot of people I like, just like to sit on the couch and do nothing. Yeah. And I think <laughs> and I think a lot of people I but think I a don't. lot of people I also probably things. relate with that, but I was just going to say but you don't. You do I things. Know. And I think that that's an important thing to note because I think a lot of people like I said it's like and I'm not trying to like sound like a jerk. Like I understand like certain things may require your attention, but like I'm going to say most things you can still do what you need to do for the day. Like most things that happen in life, like you can still like make room for, you know, your meal prepping or whatever, like whatever's important to you, you're still going to like make time to get it done or you still can. I think a lot of people get discouraged. They're like, or they like, it's like they give themselves like a, like they're like, oh, but it's, you know, there's a storm. It's okay. Like, you know. I almost didn't do my cardio yesterday there was a storm and we didn't come in early. Yeah. But, but then, then I you still it got it done. Um, it was very and, difficult. Yeah, but you still you still did it, and that's kind of my point. Is like if you want to stick to a habit or a routine, and you want to build it, um, you will have to make those choices. And I think that's the thing is people like they're like, yeah, like I'm two weeks in, like nothing's gotten in my way, this, that, and the other. And then all it of a sudden, exactly. Then all of a sudden, they got a party on Saturday. Oh shit! Like I didn't go to the store. I can't meal prep. No, no. You might just have to go to the store a little later. You might have to cut into your sleep to get that meal prep done. Like. When you're establishing a new habit, it is extremely important, even if you take away from other, like I said, like, you know, oh, like it's taking away a touch from my sleep, but I don't care. I'm already, I know that I'm stacking that sleep every single day. So one day is not going to be a difference maker, but it will be a difference maker on your new habit. Because when you have a new habit or you're forming a new routine, you need to stick to that no matter what, even if like Liz said, it's maybe not a hundred percent effort. Maybe it's 80% for the day, but you still got the main part of the thing done that's fine. Um, and I think that having that kind of mentality where it's like a rain or shine mentality, if you will, is really going to help you establish new habits in this year and like stick to them. It is important. Yep. And then, you know, when life gets unpredictable and whatnot in the future, you're going to be thanking me and you're going to be like, ah, yes, like I'm still doing this, even though, you know, X, Y, Z is going on. Um, but yeah, I think as humans, we're much more capable than we think we are. And I do think that creating habits and routines in our lives really gives you a lot more freedom and a lot. It allows you to do way more than you think you could ever do. Um, so, and it can be hard or challenging and sometimes you have to like, especially at Most first definitely. to like develop them. Like it is hard. It's hard. Yeah. I was say. And to like, there will be days that it'll be easy. There'll be days that'll be hard, but then like the most important days are continuing to do it on the days that it's hard or the days that you don't want to, especially at first. Because, and yeah, and actually there's a scientific thing that I was just hearing about that I'm going to butcher. So I strongly recommend you go listen to yourself or listen, sorry, listen for yourself. There's a podcast with uh, Andrew Huberman and David Goggins, and they just did a study that is, I showed you this, that's, there's a part of your brain that's like on the left and right side, there's two parts. I don't remember what it's called, so I'm not even going to try, but it grows when you do things that you don't want to do. So like, like what you're saying, when you're in a situation where like, man, I really don't want to fill up my water today. Really not like, don't want to do that. But you get up and you fill it up anyways. 
I really don't want to like hit my meal prep today. I don't want to do that. I just want to rest. But you get up and you do it anyways. And this part of your brain grows. It grows and shrinks. So like it is dynamic. So in people and basically it's like willpower is what what they're explaining. So like those who have like strong quote unquote willpower, really, they're just like selecting things that are challenging. Like it says like they like the defining word is like it is hard. You don't want to do it, but you do it anyways. Like not that it's like hard to do. It's just that you, <clears throat> no, no, hard you don't, for want, you to don't do want to do it. Yeah, that was the whole like definition is like it, like it could be something literal, really easy. Yeah, it could be something really easy like filling your water yeah. or it could be something a little bit more difficult like training six days a week if that's yeah. your goal. Like it just depends. But like the point was if you don't want to do it, doing it grows this part of your brain, which is interesting. And that's then interesting. it just kind of stacks kind of like habits. And then all of a sudden that part of your brain is probably a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. It's going to be a little bit easier. Hmm. But yeah, it's I would check out cool. that podcast. It is a good, it was a good one. Um, I probably only half listened to it when you told me to listen to it. That's per the usual. Yeah. And then like in a few <laughs> months, Liz will randomly appear. Hey, did you see this? That's sometimes what happens. And it does happen sometimes. Indeed. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and hopefully it helps you get started on building some habits and routines so that you also can experience the freedom that it can bring. Um, if you guys have any questions or comments or you want like help getting started, please reach out. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram. That'd probably be the quickest way to get a hold of us. Um, what's your Instagram handle? Liz Roboto underscore Fortis. And mine is Nate Roboto underscore Fortis. So weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also make sure you guys are following our Instagram Fortis powerlifting. Um, it is almost at a thousand followers. So it's pretty cool. So if you guys want to give us a follow and or share with your friends, that would be much appreciated as it will help us grow and reach more and more people. So I think that's about it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode and we'll see you all next week. Peace. Bye.